0: i was also not voted for
1: come on it's not like bbd's giving you an assignment this week the town's nice and quiet uh this is the ghost river triangle the town is never quiet hello and welcome everyone to the forever fangirls podcast today we are discussing the latest winona Earp episode crazy i'm sheila amato and you can find me and my wife on twitter at forever fan pod and i am kimberly amato and you can also find us on our website
0: foreverfangirls.com or instagram at forever fan pod
1: so there's a lot going on in this episode
0: yeah a lot of the darker undertones and vampires and we- oh, we got werewolves this week and and, and trivia. Werewolves don't and do vampires? it. Vampires
1: don't do it. Twilight. Oh, she did it. Come on. Take it back. Come on. Take it back. It's funny. Take it back. Anyway, take it back. There is. There's a lot more that we're going to discuss in this episode. But before we get too deep into this, let's start our banter music now, in case anyone hasn't seen the episode yet. So. We are really excited. What are we excited about? And yes, I just read it. Really? What? Come on. What? We're excited. We have a new collaboration. It's a project. It's a project that uh, we can't fully disclose yet, but suffice it to say that it's going to be really awesome. I'm sure we could give a hint. Okay, you give the hint. Uh,
0: It is involving a ring of fire... Or a fiery ring, ring that is a tale of monstrous demonic
1: balance. Uh, okay. Uh, we- we'll come. We'll come up with with other hints. In what are you say? My the- hints not good. <laughs> I didn't say I that. The banter music is too loud. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so we will drop more hints in uh, in the coming episodes, but just just stay tuned because it's going to be a really, really great thing. A fiery ring, uncovering. No, I'm, I can't even repeat no, it. No, because no, I don't no, even no, know what no, I said. No, no, no. It's fine. We are going to figure out a better hint next time. Oh, I'm horrible at this. Well, no.
0: You're I'm not. just going to make the banter music come to an end. <laughs>
1: Stop my suffering. <laughs> All right, well, to start us off then on our discussion of crazy, Kimberly's going to start the, uh, start the, no, read the summary from IMDb. And
0: and hope that I don't skip a word and I get it right. It's trivia night in purgatory, and that can only mean murder, mayhem, and brain sandwiches.
1: <laughs> But of course, why would Trivia Night mean anything but murder, mayhem, and brain sandwiches? If you have an emergency, quack it.
0: <laughs> just, just so we're clear, if we have an emergency, we're going to quack it. But truthfully, this like those two sound bites uh, that I just played. This episode really was fun and great one-liners, but nothing is ever straightforward in the Ghost River Triangle. So you have that strong undercurrent themes, but, you know, then you have... You're still my favorite, boo.
1: Oh, and you're mine. You're still my favorite, boo. <laughs> but seriously, uh, like you said, there are a lot of themes that uh, we need to get through. So I think we should start with the, the biggest one, I think.
0: I, I think we agree on
1: this one. It's mm-hmm. that, you know, it's the be careful what you wish for. Yeah, because, you know, you are who you are. You can, you can make yourself better, but you can't become someone else. You know,
0: yeah, and you know the everything and every day and every choice and and things like that make you who you are. and I, I think it was Mary Poppins who said you're perfectly imperfect in mm-hmm. every way yeah and and that's that's kind of what i I see throughout this episode is that everybody is perfectly imperfect. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the episode i I know you've been saying it. You know the last episode uh,
1: was about change. Yes, the last episode was about change, and this episode felt like you know it was the next step in that cycle, which was accepting, you know, accepting the change, um, and accepting who you are, and
0: like you have flaws and right. good
1: things and all that. Right, because you you really can't have a genie where you can have a wish, and you can't take a shortcut. No, you can't. Life, take a shortcut. I mean,
0: life really doesn't have shortcuts that you can take that have good outcomes. Right. One of the things that I actually was tweeting about because if you if you folks want to follow us on Twitter at forever fanpod we do live tweet these episodes, and beyond the one of me complaining about her comparing this to Twilight, I did tweet out that you know Winona was born the erp heir mm-hmm. you know, yes, Willow was the first in line, but the idea is she was born into that family, so no matter what she was going to be an heir if Willa could not do it right. So she she, was the
1: next in line. Yeah.
0: She didn't have a choice in that. She tried to run away. Right. If you think about it, this is coming full circle, a fiery circle. But the idea is Winona tried to run away. She was in Europe. She came home and literally someone dies from the bus she's taking. And literally the last thing she says is happy birthday to me. She never had a choice and she's had to accept that this is who she is. And it comes with sometimes making great decisions And as she goes and learns how to handle this and how to handle the responsibility, she's going to make mistakes. And the
1: shortcut is shooting someone in the back. Right. And you know, she's realizing that that decision, that choice that she made pushed Doc away from her. Oh, it did. Well, of course it did. But I'm, I'm just saying that the, the choice that she made, she's realizing and accepting that that, that was her choice. And now she's trying to deal with it. And, you know, the the only way that she can move forward is accept that and then try to do better going forward. Yeah, it's just,
0: there's so many different aspects of this episode when it came to choice and wishes, but I, you know, first off, his wishes were weird. We're talking about Doug? Yeah, his wishes or were Kuru. weird. Kuru. But he wished he wished for unlimited wishes, right?
1: Yes, and it's funny when they said that in the episode I automatically thought about the paradox of choice, right? Uh, it's where you're you're presented with a lot of different choices and because of that you're afraid to make a choice, right? Because you don't know if that's going to be the right one because there's so many, or you you make a choice and then automatically you're going to be feeling guilty or you'll you'll have self-doubt because maybe it was the wrong choice to make. As humans we're just not Programmed like that, you know we we do better when there's a limited choice, but when you give us like twenty thousand things to buy on Amazon, you know, it gets overwhelming uh, It is a psychological thing that that I read when I was in college, so it just it just popped in my brain well it's like Winona,
0: you know you, you put a, a choice in front of her, and she'll always choose for the most part, she'll choose the easier one because it doesn't mean facing quote unquote, her demons. Mm. And I understand that because there are some times that you just, you try to avoid, you try to avoid, you try to avoid until you're basically hit in the face with it and you've got to deal with it. Yeah. And you know, that leads me to Nicole because she's been hiding, you know, she's been hiding her guilt from doc. She really has been, I don't want to say avoiding him per se, but based on how it's edited, they haven't been in the same scene. Right. Um, She's been avoiding, you know.
1: We need chicken kicker.
0: the The chicken kicker incident.
1: <laughs> yes, um,
0: she's embarrassed, but
1: also her pride has been hurt. Well, in in that case, in the Cole's case, you know, she she basically had two choices in her mind, right? She wanted to get Waverly back, mm-hmm. and the only choice she was given by the Clintons is that. If you give me Doc, then I will give you Waverly. So she she didn't have much of a choice there, right? It was well, a binary I think,
0: thing. I think that for her was also, like I said, when it, when it hit her in the face. Because she waited, she waited, and she waited, and she waited. And she says, right. I went back to the homestead and protected it the best I could. Right. So she did everything in her power to wait and to do what was right. And she was losing it.
1: Right. Well, 18 months. Yeah. yeah I mean...
0: I understand that. I understand when you you feel so helpless and hopeless. And so you reach out and you do the best you can, given your situation. And in her case, she made the best decision
1: she could, but it's led to
0: amazing guilt. Right.
1: Well, the, the thing that I liked about that scene with her and Doc was that she actually said, I knew you could handle it going to the Clintons. And it, it speaks so much about how sh- how much she respects and admires Doc's skills. But then she also said that, you know, if he was in trouble, we would figure it out. We would come get you. His so chosen family. It's chosen family, exactly. It's just,
0: again, bringing everything full circle. It goes to show that each one of them plays a very important part here. Mm-hmm. You know, they are all flawed. And I, I, I loved that scene. It was just, he's reminding her going, you know, I understand He, I guess, is in a different place now where he can, instead of holding a grudge like he had done earlier in seasons, he's actually able to look and be like, you know, it's okay. I understand. Well, because he's lived so long that he understands. But even though he's lived so long, he was in the well and he wouldn't let go of that grudge. He wouldn't, you know, he's
1: had grudges before. But let me, let me finish. Okay. That because of all of the experiences that he's had... He's actually now started to learn people do make mistakes. And it doesn't mean that they're bad people. They've just made bad decisions. They can come back from that. And I think he's learned to forgive much more easily. I don't know. I
0: just, I like this arc for Doc. That he's saying, basically, he's got a darker side that he knows about. And he's accepted himself for being, I mean, come on. What did he do to Amon? <laughs> you know? Well, he didn't. Uh, he took him there in chains. Yeah, well... But everybody else did what... uh, But he still took him there in chains. Well, he still has his own code of justice. Exactly. And he's accepting that side of himself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's an interesting arc for him.
1: Well, I think that it might also open the door for him to forgive Winona.
0: Yes. But what I also love that he did during that conversation with Nicole is he kept calling her, you know, you need to get
1: what you want. Sheriff. You yes. need to be who you're supposed to be. You you know, we're home. Right. And I, I do like the fact that he said, you know, the badge is not the only thing that gives you the authority. Yeah. You know. So um going back to Nicole here, where we saw that she she lost everything she didn't have, Waverly. Yeah. She finally gets Waverly back, but you can tell in all of these past episodes that something was still missing, right? She was guilty about all the other stuff, but, you know, as, as human beings, we want to be successful in both our personal and professional life. Yes. And she didn't have her, her professional life and she was good as a sheriff, right? As the sheriff of Ghost River Triangle, she's just the best since, well, Sheriff
0: Kitty, Sheriff Kitty. (laughs) What's really great is he even mentions that he filled out the slacks a little better. (laughs) I know that was like funny. anyway. But you know, it also in, in here I I was noticing, you know, it's really about balance Mm -hmm. because you have to balance your, your good and bad. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to make bad decisions. And it's about balancing those bad decisions by making better ones, by learning from your bad decisions. And throughout the whole thing, it's, it's riddled in there.
1: Right. Um, so, you know, it's it's accepting all of those things that were in the past. You can't change them. So, what can you do going forward to make it better? And Nicole this time around is saying, you know, fine, you didn't vote for me, but I'm still going to be your sheriff because I gave you my word. Yeah. So, you know, she is le- you know, you said that pride was getting in the way, but now she's, you know, letting Well, me I think she let go. that
0: you could see in there where she there's this change in her Uh, expression Mm -hmm. when she accepted we need chicken kicker she fully accepted that and used that and 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 took power back from it yeah her embarrassment and her pride became her strength and i mean that not in a you know because pride sometimes can be a very bad thing but pride can also be very good if you are proud of who you are and proud of what you do and you're earnest about it and your integrity is intact. And when she stands up and says, you know, I gave you my word, that is her pride in her actions, in her words. Mm-hmm. And she's and taking work. Yeah, she's taking strength back from it and saying, I gave you my word. I will protect you. I will handle
1: this. I'll take care of it. She faced her demons. Yes, that she did. Pun intended. Yeah, well. Hmm. Yeah, so it's, it's actually... Just like the last episode, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of the backstory of what happened in those 18 months that they were in the garden. Yes. Up until now, we, we didn't know what happened. And so, you know, that the chicken kicker thing and, and all of that. And speaking of the garden, we still don't know what book Waverly chose. <laughs> yes, Emily, we need help. I need to know. <laughs> I don't need help. Uh, really? You want to know. I'm I like, want to know. I'm just
0: along for the ride here.
1: Inquiring minds want to know. <sighs> so
0: you're still my favorite boo I just <laughs> so Jeremy says that line I still I love that he says it to Doc I just gotta say mm-hmm. but speaking of Doc again you can really see that they I don't they don't think they had many scenes together um during this episode but they really it seems as if they took several strides towards one another again mm-hmm. even on their independent track lines does that make track lines their independent you
1: get my point. <laughs> yes, I do get your point. You know, it's it's really interesting to see that during Trivia Night, when Doc finally lost... But he still knew all the members of Insane. Really? That's what you took away from that? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, he actually realized that Kuru wasn't there. Yes. And so he immediately thought, oh, my goodness, Winona is in trouble. And so he was trying his best and doing everything that he could to try to get out of there to the point of where we got to have an intervention. We need chicken kicker. Exactly. <laughs> I just really like that sound effect. We need chicken kicker. So they got chicken kicker. When, when they're finally free of the, of the wish, right, and Doc was able to go out, he, he gets to uh, the BBD headquarters and— Sheriff's office. Sh- well, it is there. I know, it's the same thing. Exactly. And so the morgue that disappeared and is now in the middle of the office.
0: Exactly. And the first thing that went through my head with that line is, wow, does it smell? I'm sorry. I went on a tangent. You always
1: go on a tangent. Apologies. Anyway, he got there uh, not in the nick of time. No, just like in (laughs) season three. When, you know, she's like, you're
0: late. And he sucked the venom out of her neck.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's plain to see that even though they're far apart, he still doesn't want anything to happen to her. Yeah. Right. And and that's just very heartwarming to me. I love how they're coming
0: full circle. I just keep using that today. I'm sorry. Mm. But I do love how independently they are realizing and accepting who they are and and growing. And yet that also makes them grow together. Mm-hmm. It's like you and I always joke, you know, we're two independent people. We have independent lives and we do, we do live them. You know, you have your own job. You've got some of your own friends. We have a lot of friends in common. I have, you know, friends that I just have in mm-hmm. my career as well. But yet we always go together. We always end up coming back together. Yeah, and that is how I see Don and Winona. They have these these independent lives, but they're always like magnets, just drawn together. Yes, and no matter what happens, sure you can pull magnets apart, but if you leave them on the table, eventually they're going to find
1: each other again. Yeah, because she's attracted to sexy vampires. <coughs> what? I didn't say anything. That if was you. Wrong. Bring up the word that starts with T. <laughs>
0: I didn't. You did. Mm. See, I wish I had that soundbite where uh, Waverly goes, oh, now I get the bad, you know, Winona's bad boy thing. Mm. Chicken kickers. Hot. Mm -hmm. I love that double entendre, the hot, hot. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Anyway. Mm. No.
1: I'm a genie in a bottle. You gotta rub me the right way. Meow. (laughs) Meow. I had to. I'm sorry. Really? Oh, I'm my goodness. sorry. Anyway, so you were talking about, you know, everybody coming full circle and that, you know, to me, a lot of the loose ends were kind of getting tied up, if you will.
0: Yeah. I like how they're doing that because yeah. it's not like in your face. Hey, by the way, we're filling up this circle and we're closing this loop and we're closing. It's more a very subtle way of giving you the information you need. That's really, again, serious information behind laughs mm-hmm. and... Still leaving in the background going, oh my lord, how are they going to finish it?
1: Right. Because at the end of that scene with Winona and the genie, where the genie says, you know, trying to save her life, she's like, I can stop what's coming. Yeah. And then Winona says, I can stop what's coming. Like, what's coming? Is it the apocalypse? Eve. Is it the angel? Well, the garden. The garden. Yes. Well, you mentioned the angel.
0: Have you noticed? There's a lot of references to Waverly being the angel this season, mm-hmm. like a lot, mm-hmm. and that makes me really worried. Don't go there <laughs> about a throne.
1: Don't go there, and them ending up in the garden together. <sighs> See, I didn't say the T word, and you're you keep going on that little because it worries me.
0: Oh, it scares me anyway. And there's only a few episodes left. I'm whining now. I don't. Yes, I I'm know. whining you know if we
1: had a genie in a bottle i still wouldn't wish for unlimited wishes no uh, no, No? i was gonna say like wish for another season but yeah but
0: why just one why pick just one sorry bunny i'm channeling my inner bunny (laughs) oh my goodness anyway that wraps up our discussion of crazy what were you crazy about during this episode see what i did there i did no didn't work quack quack no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Can't I'm not. Near, me. I'm
1: not. I'm not near the buttons.
0: I, I think I'm going to keep that one. Anyway, seriously, though, what what did you notice about this episode that stood out that we might have missed? Let us know on Twitter. You can email us. You can head us up on uh, Instagram. And uh, don't forget to click that little subscribe button so you don't miss next week's episode when we cover this week's. When it, we get the point, it airs. The same, whatever. <laughs> Are you okay? No. Curious. Are
1: you punchy? I'm. I'm. I'm thirsty, actually. Okay. Well, <clears throat> until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember, to have anything worthwhile, there are no shortcuts, as Winona says. You gotta listen to the screams. You have to look the cost of this in the eye,
0: and tell it to go f itself.